In today's show, we've got news about Mickey's Philhar Magic debuting the new Coco scene, Epcot Food and Wine begins, headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, welcome, everybody, to the show. So glad that you were here. How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? Excellent day. Very good. Excellent. excellent. I'm doing Santa Maria Mozzarella. That's right. Before we get too far into the show, uh, we I want to give you five reasons that you need to use destinations of travel to book your vacation. Five reasons. Top five on the list. Just kidding. That's an old Dave Letterman reference, yeah. by the way. Uh, the first thing is you have someone else telling you what's changed on your trip. If you're planning your own vacation, you have to constantly be seeking what's changing. And with the way things are going nowadays, things are changing fairly rapidly. So when you use destinations of travel, they let you know what's changing. If something goes different or if there's an, uh, a change or a shift in what's available, they'll let you know. Uh, number two, you have an advocate in case of refunds or major changes or catastrophic vacation happenings. Trust me, I had this happen to me. I had a travel agent. All I did was made one phone call, and I just let them duke it out with uh, with Disney, and it was great. Um, the third thing is, is these people, the travel agents, the professionals over destinations of travel are the best in the business. Their knowledge of the places that you're going is unmatched in the industry. The fourth thing is there's no additional cost. Using a destination to travel travel planner does not cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? Because the fifth thing it gives you is peace of mind. You don't have to worry about whether you're saving every bit of money that you can. You're getting the best deal. You're going to make sure that all your transfers are good. You're going to make sure that you're going to have your reservations done. All of that is taken care of by your destination to travel planner. And I understand a lot of people want to book their own vacations. And you know what? They'll let you do as much as you want to do. But it's so great to have somebody there on your behalf that doesn't cost you a dime helping you. So why wouldn't you? My friends, please go to Disney Parks Podcast podcast.com forward slash travel and let the professionals at destinations to travel help you plan your most magical vacation and honestly with the way the last couple years have been we all deserve a magical vacation so disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel for our friends at destinations to travel excellent excellent what'd you do uh what'd you do disney this weekend oh let's see uh friday i was at uh Grand Floridian Cafe, <clears throat> still a very limited menu. Very, still? yeah, yeah, very limited. And uh, 1900 Park Fair was not being used as overflow dining. Uh, and they've kind of taken away, you know, every other table kind of thing. So, uh, really, they're starting to fill up the space with, um, you know, normally. Uh, and it's funny, I got a email message, uh, I think it was yesterday. From a listener, Vinny. Uh, so, Lin Vinny, if you're listening, this is for you. Uh, so, Vinny s heard me, heard my voice, 
in Gasparilla Grill. We were there uh, getting some drinks because we were going to watch Happily Ever After Fireworks after dinner. And did not come up and say hello. Finny. Come on. I don't bite. Come say, if you hear me, if you see me, if you see this mug, come up and say hello. Just come yeah. up and say hello. Yeah. I tell it to everybody. Uh, so I'll say it again. Recognized podcaster on this show, Tony Casanova. <laughs> it's been tested. <laughs> no, really. If you if you see me or hear me, just uh, come up or John even uh, well, tell you the same thing. Uh, come up and say hello. We you know we love to chit chat and meet people uh, right. in real life. Right. Um, it's fun. Uh, and so we did that. So we watched uh, Happy Ever After, uh, which was nice. Uh, because I had a terrible view the last time I saw it. So this was an unobstructed view. Uh, and then Saturday went to Geyser Point for lunch. Um, and uh, everything's kind of quasi back to normal over there. Uh, nice. A little bit more of the menu is back. Um, and uh, yeah, things are going pretty good over there. Nice. Still a little warm on a hot day. I'm not going to lie. Not yep. going to lie. So. Yep. What did you do? Um, uh, we we spent a good chunk of the days running errands on Saturday. Mm. We did go to one of the major resorts, but it wasn't a Disney resort. But it's kind of cool. Um, and then Sunday we did very little. We just you know we watched a bunch of TV, so we did get our Disney Plus in, but mm. we really didn't do a ton. Yeah, um, which is, is is needed. Sometimes you need those weekends. Just needed. Yeah. To, Gotta get that going. Yeah, I hear you. So yeah. So uh anywho, let us know in the chat room what you did this weekend. Uh did you go to Disney? What what did you go do? Are you excited? Uh, we got to notice right on the uh the front end of the show that the uh, Trader Sam's is back open. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um how are you doing on getting uh an Ahana reservation? Oh god, still sucking. I tried all a bunch of different times last week to get one. Yeah. You're gonna have to wake up early in the morning. At six o'clock and uh make it happen. Yeah. And you know, you're gonna have to go to the last date that you can book, what is it, sixty days and then try and book something. Yeah. yeah. And I've been trying for like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Just been you trying. can try during the week. Try John, I'll go on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I mean Tuesday, Wednesday, only, Thursday. You can only do so much. So yeah. anywho, yeah. All right. That's what's going on. So, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's it. I think we got nothing else. There's nothing else we could do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, all right, everybody. Mickey's Philhar Magic has now debuted a new Coco scene at the Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris. And it's coming soon to Walt Disney World Resort for the 50th anniversary celebration. So uh, guests of the Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris can don their opera glasses at the fan favorite attraction and experience the addition of the musical number Un Poco Loco from Disney and Pixar's Coco, one of the original composers of Coco, Jermaine Franco, pr- uh, produced a score unique to Disney's, uh, excuse me, to 
<laughs> score unique to Mickey's Thriller Magic. I can't talk today. The 3D animated scene extends Donald Duck's musical journey, beginning the fantasy adventure, uh, bringing it to new heights alongside all the attractions, fan favorite musical numbers. The scene will be added to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney Resort later this year during the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. In addition, to Jermaine Franco, Walt Disney Imagineering collaborated with Pixar and Disney Animation Studios to add the scene to the attraction's other classic musical sequences. So you think they, they redid it in a high def? Or do you think it's just... I hope they did. Me too. I hope they put it in the best possible format they possibly could. You know, I wish they could add a couple more more scenes. I mean, I'm be, I'd be fine with... Uh, you know, frozen thing. I mean, I'd like to see something yeah. else in the, it needs to be some new material. Yeah. The fact that it's Mickey's Phil magic and the lead character in his Donald duck you know, also is a, a little Sorry. off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, heading down the river, uh, we got charting new adventures on the world famous jungle cruise. The newly enhanced jungle cruise attraction officially opens to explorers, uh, this was on July 16th. And the mischievous wildlife already at Disneyland Park. This is also at Disneyland, if you didn't guess. Uh, Disney Imagineers have taken a deeper dive into the backstory of the comedic characters, safari adventures, and tour guides. And you will meet on the journey through the jungle for the first time in forever. Uh, Disney History cast member is featured in a Disney Park attraction. A Whoa. jungle cruise skipper. Traveling will find a rhinosaurus pointing the way to an ill-fated skipper, Felix, as his passengers pass him by up a pole. Uh, you can watch a video online of this whole shenanigans. Uh, you can take the Jungle Cruise journey today at the Magic Kingdom Park, where all new adventures will soon be complete. Uh, whenever you choose to start your adventure, the most dangerous part of the journey is always the same, coming back to civilization. It's like a paradox. Cricket. There's one doc and then there's another doc. A pair of docs. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's Uh, bad for you, brother. (laughs) You know, on a scale. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say some words in a sentence I never thought I never thought I would say. The 2021 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, presented by Corksicle, begins. Began. Yeah, began. Yeah. Uh, The 2021 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, presented by Corksicle, officially began uh, uncorking 129 consecutive days of tasty fun at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, so folks ventured out into the park and uh, captured some of the food favorites um, during your visit, uh, which is included with park admission. But you still have to pay for the drinks and the food. That's correct. Just gets you into the park. Don't don't be misled. Yes. Uh, included in the park admission, you have access to 20 global marketplaces with another 10 joining the party this fall. New marketplaces now open include the Noodle Exchange, the Swanky Saucy Swine, I think I dated, anyway, the Rotunda Bistro, and the Tangerine Cafe flavor, Flavors of the Medina. 
and brewing at the Epcot Experience. You mean funky cold Medina? Yeah, maybe. Uh, For information on the menus, check out the guide over at tasteepcot.com. Live music, if you can believe that, will fill the air this year's festival at the American Gardens Bandstand, presented by Florida Blue Medicare. Local bands from across Central Florida will play popular songs of yesterday, today, and forever. Friday through Monday at the American Gardens... Friday through Monday. Oh, at the American Gardens Theater, live acts performing daily include the Voices of Liberty, Mariachi Cobre, and the Jammin' Chefs. So, still not bringing in the rock acts. Nope. Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak invites kids of all ages on the Magnificate. Uh, uh, Magnificate. Magnifique. Damn, I can't talk. On a Magnifique adventure to find Chef Remy around the festival, he can purchase a map and stickers from select locations and then search for statuettes of the little chef hidden throughout World Showcase and the global marketplaces. If you complete the scrumptious scavenger hunt, then go claim your special prize courtesy of Chef Remy. Uh, keeping that food vibe from Disney and Pixar's Ratatouille going, you can also take part in Emile's Fromage Montage uh, by purchasing five participating cheese dishes from select global marketplaces. If you collect all five stamps, including a passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts, then you can scurry back to the shimmering sips to claim a prize. Hopefully, it's either an antacid or something to help you with all that cheese that's now in your system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can also bring a piece of the festival home with official event merchandise, including apparel, home decor, kitchen essentials, trading pins, and oh, so much more. As the event continues into the fall, it will be part of the world's most magical celebration beginning October 1st in honor of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. So I guess the extra 50 things that they're adding Mm-hmm. You know, ten of them are going to be booze and showcase. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard it was pretty chaotic opening day because all the bloggers were over there doing their mm-hmm. blogging thing. Yeah, I love bloggers. Gotta love. Them. Uh, next up, the first of the Disney Fab Fifty sculptures were revealed with uh, for the fiftieth anniversary of Walt Disney World, and more special unveilings coming soon. Since they're doing the Fab 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Disney Parks update us with the world's most magical celebration honoring the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. Disney shared the that 50 fabulous Disney characters will be cast in gold and displayed across the theme parks. Now we have more details on the Disney Fab 50 series, including a special reveal of the first sculpture, Mickey Mouse. During the magical celebration, which begins October 1st, you'll be able to find these golden character sculptures throughout all four of the resort's parks. And leading up to their appearances, friends from around the Disney company will be announcing which characters you can expect to see, starting with Brett Iwan, the voice of Mickey Mouse. Uh, The Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse sculptures are also being dedicated to Disney cast members of the past, present, and future. After all, how are they dedicating to cast members of the future? Well, they're on a hiring spree, so. Steve Jones from Texarkana, Texas. (laughs) After all, their cast 
along with Mickey and Minnie, truly considered the heart of the upcoming anniversary celebration. Disney yep. Fab 50 character sculptures at Walt Disney World Resort. Mickey is the first. The other character sculptures will be announced in the upcoming weeks by Disney friends, including Walt Disney World, uh, including Walt Disney World, Disney Plus, Pixar, Walt Disney Animation Studios, D23, Disney Channel, Net Geo, Disney Vacation Club, and oh so much more. You can virtually collect each golden character sculpture on Instagram. To add a sculpture to the Instagram collection, just tap and hold the bookmark icon. Then on the Save To screen, tap the collection where you want to save the image or create a new collection. Happy hunting! So there you go. Get your little uh, virtual. Yeah. Well, I think that it's great. You know, pandemic or no pandemic, you know, one of the reasons that I got into podcasting and blogging in the first place was because of my my mom and myself, because I I wasn't able to go all the time. And when I I moved up to Atlanta for a few months, I really missed it. So I'm glad Disney is now starting to incorporate a little bit more of the uh, the social media that's engaging as opposed to like, hey, look, here's a picture of Mickey and some guest. And, you know, I, I think it's I think it's really great for Disney to do that. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to keep the show on the air and free, uh, please go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, that's where you can support the show for uh whatever dollar amount you'd like to that goes to help keep us on air and the cool thing is is we have a very and i'm using this word uh robust uh reward system not only will you be able to get some really cool disney swag you'll also be able to get one two even three extra shows and there's even a level of support where you get all three shows the cool disney swag and a Disney by the numbers t-shirt delivered directly to your door. So we want to definitely thank our uh, longest running Patreons, James, David, and Willie. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to get on that list, all you have to do is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. And if you decide to pay for the entire uh, entire year up front, you'll save 10%. So uh, support the show, help us out. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon and join the Patreon family. Oh, and by the way, did I mention that we do a live show every Monday that you can be a part of that you can't see anywhere else except on uh, the Facebook? Hmm. Go check that out. All right. Uh, our next meetup is December. We may have something in between. I don't know. We'll figure some out. Yeah. still want to try and do the private movie thing while it's still in play. Anyway, right. December 11th, market calendars, monorail crawl. Uh, we're going to hit all the deluxe monorail resorts, uh, Christmas trees, gingerbread, drinks, whatever. So, and food, if we can grab some. Mm-hmm. So, market calendars and join us for that. More details will come once we get a little bit closer and we figure out what's going on with what. All right, last week's trivia question was this, John. What Disney movie was originally planned to be called Kingdom of the Sun? I I don't know. It was The Emperor's New Groove. And the winner is Jennifer B. Not that Jennifer B. A different no. Jennifer B. Jennifer B. Jennifer B. The Jennifer B, not Jennifer not, A. No, Jennifer, Jennifer B. B. Got it. All right, this week's trivia question is 
in The Lion King, which of Scar's eyes actually has the scar? You got a 50-50 shot. If you know the answer, <laughs> send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll only take your first answer, so don't send me the left and the right. Yes. I don't want to, I don't want to see that. It's one no. right answer. No. Uh, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, if you're interested, you can watch Disney's Jungle Cruise world premiere red carpet live event streaming on July 24th. Uh, so I think that's the day that the show will probably go public. So hmm. uh, he's excited to share that adventurers around the globe will be able to join and uh, join a stretch of the journey virtually as Disney takes you on board the Jungle Cruise and beyond. So you can tune in for a special live stream featuring the uh, world premiere of Disney's Jungle Cruise red carpet event hosted by Disneyland Park on July 24th on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. The Jungle Cruise will venture down a new uncharted tributary. A live stream. <laughs> they will also be featured uh, on Facebook at Disneyland and on Twitter channels, as well as uh, a couple other places there. I'm not going to name. Uh, so you can see Disney's Jungle Cruise and theaters or order it on Disney Plus with Premier Access on July 30th of 2021. Disney Plus subscription and additional fees are required. Yipper. If you are a Florida resident, please pay attention. Uh, you can now get a Florida resident. You can purchase a specially priced summer fun ticket with this amazing offer. Florida residents will be able to purchase a four-day summer fun ticket for $54 a day. Wow. Plus tax. So your total price is $215 plus tax, or you can choose other specially priced tickets. Nice. Um, this is even cheaper than the one I just bought, which was $79 a day. They dropped the price by $20. Wow. So if you're willing to put up with the heat and humidity, come on down. Uh, summer fun tickets are valid for admission to one theme park per day. You must have a park reservation to get into the park. Uh, you can book your summer fun by calling your nearest travel agent, like Destination to Travel at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. Uh, you can also add a park hopper option. Uh, there's also an option for a two-day and a three-day ticket. And all uh, ticket add-ons option expire on September 17th. All tickets and options are non-transferable, non-refundable, and exclude activities events separately priced. <coughs> That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah, it's a it's a great price. Yeah, I mean, for what you're getting, I mean, our granted, you're gonna cook, but hey, yeah, you know, if you don't mind doing that, I mean, I would I would go because a a regular I think is like one twenty five if you're not a Florida resident. So, so how would that work? You would you would buy your tickets and then you get a park reservation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can check the calendar to see if those parks are available on the days you want. Uh, and then if you buy the park option, which is kind of almost your safety net these days, uh, because like, say you wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom, but it's not available, right? So you go to Epcot that day, 
and then you park hop at two to get into the Magic Kingdom. So there's right. that. That's why, you know, normally I would have told you, screw the park option, option you know, do one park one day. But, right. you know, if you can't get into a specific park on a certain day, that's your option now. At 2 p.m., you can park hop over there, assuming there's capacity. Right, right. Otherwise, they're going to say, nope. Sorry, Wally World was closed today. <laughs> hey, uh, to your knowledge, is there any actual character dining happening at Walt Disney World Resort? Character dining, yeah. Topolino's yeah. for breakfast. Okay, so we have started. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, you know, they four characters, stand, wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess just the two or three places that I've been yeah. Yeah. used to have it, they're, they're not having it. Yeah. Okay, well... Yeah. Good news, California residents, because character dining is returning to Disney Plus, Carthay Circle, if you can believe that. Uh, the Disney uh, Disney's just announced that Minnie and Friends Breakfast at the Plaza Inn at Disney Park and Mickey Tales of Adventure Breakfast at Storytellers Cafe at Disney Grand California Hotel and Spa will both be getting uh, will both getting ready to reopen with characters. In addition. Uh, Carthay Circle Restaurant will reopen on July 22nd with reservations available to book on July 20th. And the Gordon, Golden Horseshoe will open for food and beverages on July 29th. So, more details. At Disneyland Park, Plaza Inn, Mickey and Friends will be opening on August 12th. Bookings are available soon. The Golden, Golden, you try to say Golden Horseshoe is killing me tonight. <laughs> the Golden Horseshoe is opening July 29th with food and beverage only at California Adventure Park, Carthay Circle Restaurant, upstairs, opening July 22nd. Bookings available on July 20th. At Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, Storytellers Cafe, Mickey's Tales of Adventure Breakfast, Daily Breakfast, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday brunch from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., opening July 22nd. Bookings available July 20th. These restaurants have been closed since March of 2020, and it's so amazing to see these experiences return. So, finally, things are starting to get a little bit more back to normal. Except now I think you have to wear masks inside in California. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. (laughs) So close. All right. uh, We spoke about this a couple times in different shows, but Disney is confirmed that they are planning a campus here in Lake Nona with 2,000 jobs being relocated to Florida. Uh, so last week, the Orlando Business Journal confirmed that Walt Disney Company plans to relocate a portion of its West Coast operations to Lake Nona, Florida, which is right next to me. Right. Right in my backyard. Approximately 2,000 jobs, including Imagineers and other park experience and product division executives, will be among the first to relocate uh, to the area over the course of the next 18 months. These plans include the construction of a new Disney professional campus within the community. Rumors of the planned relocation emerged uh, earlier this year as tensions between the Disney Company and the state of California were at an all-time high. In a letter to staff, uh, Chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, uh, Josh DeMauro, stated, This new project will create a dynamic environment to support our expanding business and brand new regional campus, which will be 
uh, built in a vibrant Lake Nona community of Orlando. So this is an extreme possibility that we won't get Disneyland hand-me-downs if, you know, we get enough Imagineers here. We might actually get fresh new things. <laughs> nah. No. <laughs> you think it's a smokescreen? <laughs> a baby I, switch? I, I don't think it really matters. I think that the Imagineers will do what they'll do, and then they'll just put it where they need to put it. You know, I think this is a classic case of Disney pulling a carpet and going, skin guys, I'm getting him, and moving everything to Florida. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a challenge. It'll be really interesting to see how Disney corporate deals with Florida as opposed to just Disney World stuff going on here. You know, I mean, there's a fair amount of corporate stuff happening here, but I mean, this is yeah. really a big deal. I mean, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, and I also take great pleasure in the fact that I had a buddy of mine as a cast member just up one side and down the other a couple months ago. It's like, they're never bringing Disney corporate stuff over here. That's just a bunch of bloggers sitting around dreaming crap up. I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. if you call the Orlando Business Journal dreaming crap up, okay, I see uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, listen, I appreciate and love that they're moving to Lake Nona, which is my back door. I love that. But... um you know, driving through Celebration this weekend, I'm like, oh, they're still building a lot of office buildings. So I'm saying to myself, well, they already have a lot of offices there already. Why didn't mm-hmm. they just build another office building in Celebration near some of the stuff that they already have there? You know, Top breaks to build, brother. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess the city of Orlando stepped up over the city of Celebration, which is owned partially by the Disney Company. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, sorry. You can't build on this property. <laughs> Wally World is closed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Walt Disney World announced that Disney Very Merriest After Hours will be the new hard-ticketed holiday event for 2021. The event is set to begin on November 8th before all the rest of the festive fun throughout Walt Disney World Resort. It will be available on select nights through December 21st. The four-hour event will be packed with holiday festivities such as Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, Disney characters throughout the park, holiday music and decor, treats included, and so much more. Well, that rhymed. Similar to other Disney After Hours event, a limited number of tickets will be sold for this event. It's held after regular park operating hours with lower wait times and access to more than 20 select attractions. Ticket sales will Uh, begin next month so that would be august and early purchase window will still be available to guests to select walt disney more resort hotels so it's do you think they'll ever bring back like mickey's not so scary and mickey's very merry or it's going to be this from here on out you think no i think they'll bring them back yeah i think this is just temporary Listen, okay. I, I appreciate the the whole thing, you know, the after hours was the fact that they were really limiting capacity. So the question you have to ask yourself is what are these capacity levels going to be like? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. We'll have to find out. So I'm waiting to see the reviews of the Halloween before because I want to do the Christmas thing, but I want right. to wait to see what people say about the Halloween before I jump into the Christmas thing. Right. Absolutely. Makes sense. So we'll see what happens. 
All right. Uh, good news for Swan and Dolphin Resort guests. Uh, you are now going to get extra time in the park starting in October. Starting this October as part of the world's most magical celebration. Guests staying at Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin will be able to enjoy extra time in the parks with their early theme park entry and extended theme park evening hours. Wow. The uh, early theme park entry will start October 1st. Guests staying at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin will have access to the parks 30 minutes earlier than entry at uh, any of the other four Walt Disney World theme parks every day. In order to utilize this theme park entry, guests will need a valid park admission and a valid reservation and a resort ID. So bring your resort ID with you. Yep. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't, because you wouldn't get back in your room. But anyway. (laughs) Extended evening theme park hours also start in October. Guests of the resort can enjoy extended evening hours on select nights at Walt Disney World theme parks, complete with access to select attractions, shops, and dinings. For extended evening hours, guests will need a valid resort ID. Valid theme park admission and a valid theme park reservation for the same park on the same day or a ticket or an annual pass for the park hopper option. So as long as they entered the park where the reservation was made earlier that day. So you can park hop to the extra hour, extra hours evening park if you have those three things with you. Right. Uh, both of these benefits will also be available to Disney guests of the Swan Dolphin Reserve when it opens later this summer. That's going to be a resort, by the way. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. I want to know what the restaurant is going to be up on the top. They got a rooftop restaurant, which they have not really spoke about. Mm -hmm. I don't remember hearing about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be good. All right. Um, <clears throat> this is going to be a fun conversation. Disneyland Paris is going to be requiring a vaccination, quote, <laughs> sanitary pass as of July 21st. Could they not come up with a better name than that? Yeah. You are not sanitary. You must leave, stinky swine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Disneyland Paris has shared an operational update as a resort a result of the recent French legislation, which will require guests to present proof of being vaccinated for COVID-19. The announcement was shared via Twitter, in which Disneyland Paris stated, uh, starting July 21st, guests will be required to present this sanitary pass before entering the parks. God, that language is horrible. Yeah. Uh, the pass Probably got required. lost in translation. Maybe. Uh, the pass is required for people who wish to go, quote, all leisure and cultural locations gathering more than 50 people. The pass, either in paper form or digital, must prove one of the three following items. One, that the person in possession of the pass is fully vaccinated. Uh, two weeks after the second shot for two shot vaccines like Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca, four weeks after the shot for one shot vaccines, Johnson and Johnson, two weeks after the shot for vaccines administered to those who've already had COVID-19, uh, only one dose is necessary. Uh, and that that person in possession of the past has been tested PCR or antigen with a negative result within the last 48 hours. 
that person in possession of a pass has recovered from COVID-19, attested by a positive PCR or antigen test result at least 15 days and no more than six months old. Disneyland Paris has said that the resort remains open and its flexible commercial conditions will continue to apply, uh, though operations will be adjusted to uh, comply with the new requirement. Uh, If you want to know a little bit more about their health and safety measures in place, go to DisneylandParis.com. Sounds good. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy. so this makes me think, you know, if California's going back to masks, are they going to start asking people for proof of vaccination? You know, being that they are the paranoid state. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right, tickets are now on sale for the Oogie Boogie Bash, uh, Disney's Halloween party at California Adventure. Remember, this is a hard ticket event, so if you want to go, you got to buy a ticket on top of your ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released a new trailer for the Behind the Attractions, which will air this week on Disney Plus. So if you want to check it looks that out. amazing. Yep. It looks amazing. Yep. You can now take a monorail to Epcot. Remember that big park with the ball that had the little thing with the rail and the beam? Yeah. Yeah. You can do that now. Nice. Apparently, they mustered up enough cast members to make it operational. Uh, There's a new color scheme that has been revealed for the Spaceship Earth bathrooms. So, they're starting to now paint the front of the park, the the new colors, you know, that magenta, the blue. So, Mm -hmm. it's uh, really eye-popping. You might need sunglasses just to get near it. It's a little on the bright side, I have to say. Uh, (laughs) Better you than me. Come on, you can do it. Former Joe Rohde sent his earrings into space. Former Imagineer Joe Rohde. Yeah, former Imagineer. Were his ears attached at the the same time? Because those those holes got pretty droopy. No, they were not. That's too bad. Yeah. So how did he do that? He put it. He works for. uh, Oh yeah, Branson's uh, space company. That dude. Hey, um, Mr. Branson, can you take these into space for me? That's right. (laughs) Can you put these in your pocket? That's right, (laughs) Mr. Sir Branson. Sir Richard, in your oh my gosh, that's crazy! Uh, hey, if you live in New York City, there's going to be a Pixar putt pop-up mini golf coming to New York City. Uh, apparently, Pixar created a putt-putt course uh, with Disney uh, with Pixar characters, and uh, it's going to debut in New York. Huh? Mm. There you go. Something for you, New Yorkers, to look forward to. Nice. Uh, currently, Disney on Broadway presents a benefit concert for the Actors Fund. So this is Josh and Ashley Brown, you know, who normally do the Disney on Broadway thing down here, and yep. Kissy and uh, 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 the Aladdin guy. I can never remember the dude's name. Yeah. 
so those four are doing this benefit for, I think, a couple weeks in Manhattan on Broadway to benefit the Actors Fund. Still people that are jobless on Broadway. So uh, I salute them for doing that. That's really cool. I would go see it. I would definitely go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Italy Pavilion in Epcot, the Encata Castella at Epcot, was repainted with a brand new look. So the whole outside of the building's got a new look. It's got some writing on it. It, it looks cute. That's cute. It's amusing. Yeah. Uh, Epcot's American Adventure Rotunda is now a restaurant. You can now dine in the Rotunda. They have the standing table so you can get your food and wine. And then go get some air conditioning in the rotunda while you eat your food. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't feel like that should be a place where people are eating, considering it's a sacred place of song and singing of with voices of liberty. Correct. If if you can't have the voices of liberty in there, why are you going to let people go in there to eat? What's the difference between that or that? Well. I'm looking forward to when we can go eat inside the Hall of Presidents in that little waiting area. Yeah. You know, set up some standing tables there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's only the great seal of the United States sitting there. Who cares? Yeah, yeah who cares? Uh, Epcot's uh, Morocco Pavilion reopened with the Tangerine Cafe and Restaurant Marrakesh. Hey, uh, remember, these are now under Disney's operations. So these are now Disney restaurants, not run by, you know, third-party operators. So just remember nice. that. Uh, Disney Polynesian Resort Monorail Station is looking to set in mid-August. You might actually... I don't want to be the first person to cross that that bridge to, to the monorail station. I think I'll wait I, a little bit. I think it'll be fun. Uh, I'm just going to say no for a little while. I'm going to wait. Uh, live Entertainment returned to the Edison at Disney Springs with this second annual Masquerade Ball is also coming there. Nice. Uh, if you like that, uh, go check out the Edison's website. I think uh, tickets are going on sale soon. So uh, if you like that masquerade ball thing, you can do that. And uh, also at the Polynesian Vill- Village Resort, they've now th- started to thatch the roof uh, over the Porte Cachere. <laughs> That's the little nice. place you drive up if you don't know. The Porte Cachere. Um, so that is uh, thatching. So kind of you know, it gives it that nice Polynesian look. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. I cannot wait for the poly to be back up and running. I, I miss it. Mm. Um, I miss the smell. I still miss the smell of the original poly. Mm. Mm. It is. It's uh. You well, know, maybe you'll get, be able to get it on Sensi. You know, Sensi's coming yeah. out with all those scents for resorts and attractions. Yeah, yeah. You know. absolutely. All right, guys, you want to say thank you so much for everybody who is uh, part of the show. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, come join us at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You could be a part of the chat room. You come hang out with other Disney friends from all over the world. Uh, we want to make sure that you come find us all across our social medias at uh, Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, all at Disney Parks Podcast. Come to our website, DisneyParksPodcast.com, where you can see all of our blog posts in our show archives. You can also find links to our amazing friends and sponsors like our good buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash 
travel if you want to sign up for one of their amazing travel plans to help you book your amazing vacation and uh we also want to encourage you if you want to support the show go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast that helps keep us up and running it also allows us to do some really cool things throughout the year for our friends our listeners that join us and uh, other than that my friends if we don't see online we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 